Welcome to another episode of Dan Excelsior. This is the live weekly podcast discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media. But even if it's not from the House of Ideas, if it's big and related to superheroes, it's on our radars. Um, this episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, April 16, 2021. So I hope you paid your taxes yesterday. Uh, my name is Dennis, and with me is my distinguished nerd panel. Uh, first up, uh, he's constantly chasing the next platinum trophy on the PSN. It's Frank. Hey, Welcome. hey. Welcome. Right now I'm working on, uh, shoot, what am I working? Oh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 11 on PS5. You just got the PS4 one the other day, right? I just got the PS4 one the other day, yeah. Time to play it all over again. Hex to the yeah. Nice. All right, let's get let's get the rest of our panel in here. Uh, don't be alarmed if you see, uh, for anybody watching this, um, if you see uh, what looks like a home invader, uh, that's just his new setup on on the on the camera behind him. Uh, it's Ricky. Yes, I will yell a safe word. What's my <laughs> safe word, guys? I don't know. Um, Pineapple pajamas. Mama okay, Moses we'll makes bunchy meat. Pineapple or... pajamas if there is a real robber. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And then somebody will call 911. Yes. Got it. Otherwise, you're good. It's it's a normal thing. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we have uh, another special guest today. Um, this one is a good friend of mine. And he actually has a new podcast on uh, which can be found on Twitch on the Geekish Network. It's called Tech Nubians. It airs Saturday uh, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. It's uh, Travis. What's happening? Welcome. <laughs> With the shrug. And the... Welcome, oh, Travis. Nice. Oh, sick. Nice shirt. I like it. <laughs> What's um, going on? What it do? It's been a while since we've had you on. Like uh, Travis, technically, we've, we've had you as a guest before, but that was on our our Star Wars podcast, which is like a seasonal thing. This is a yes. this is a more just a weekly thing, partially because after that when Travis is like, you need to do something weekly all the time. And I was like, for real, for real. I was like, man, I'll I'll think about it. And so here we are. Um so yeah, we've talked you Star welcome. Wars with you. Yeah. Hey, I everybody, you're welcome. I appreciate it. I don't know if I don't know if everybody else is <laughs> this, but uh, I don't know if I don't know if it is either. I consume a lot of it now. Uh, but uh, since we've had you on the Star Wars one, but not on the Marvel one, uh, and, and you know we under, uh, we understand it's it's more like a superhero show, you know. But mostly we talk about Marvel news just because there's so much of it all the time. But I have to ask, like, what does Marvel mean to you? Wow, what does Marvel mean to me? Um, it's 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 like mainstream superheroes. Um, and, uh, you know, that might sound like an insult to some people, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's superheroes that people can identify with, you know, uh, we talk about this, uh, you know, I think we personally actually had this conversation in my office one time where, you know, DC is kind of like, these people are gods, right. And, mm-hmm. and their, their alter ego is actually their pedestrian form. Right. So like, you know, the, the true form is Superman, you know, the, the, the costume is Clark Kent and it's exactly the opposite in Marvel. And I, and I think that's why people identify with, uh, with, with Marvel heroes in particular. And so for me, uh, you know, Marvel is, 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 is sort of that, especially lately, 
it's 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 like the superheroes that everybody identifies with. Um, they 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 feel like they know them. They feel like they've they've grown up with them. And you can actually talk to people who've never picked up a comic in their life, and they can tell you about. Thanos, or they can tell you about, you know, uh, where Falcon comes from. And, you know, and, and I find that to be endlessly cool. I, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, Marvel, Marvel has done a really good job of making all those geekish things more mainstream. And it's incredibly validating, right? For every kid that grew up getting made fun of for, for reading those things. And all of a sudden you're cool. I mean, you always, you always hear like that, you know, superhero stories are like our new, uh, Greek gods or, or whatnot. So there are new t- tales and it's mythology, mythology, mythology. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's even more so at this point in, you know, cause it's just so mainstream. Everyone knows hell, everyone knows who star Lord and rocket raccoon is nowadays, you know, 10, 15 years ago, no one would have no idea. And it's just ingrained. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Every time they hear of a new character, that's going to have a movie like Shang Chi and people just start dumping on it. And it's like, why are you dumping on this? Rocket is a thing. Rocket is a right. thing now, guys. And Groot, what? That thing That thing says three words. Like, And now he's a household name. Why he's are you a pillar of a billion-dollar franchise. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it it did yeah. say four things. It said four. Yeah, it did say four <laughs> It did say words. we are Groot once. Yes, um, once. You know, it's funny too. Like I, I pulled like my friends and a lot of my, my casual friends that are in my life. And um, I asked them, I'm all, did you know who Iron Man was before 2008? And I was really surprised to see that and that not a lot of them did. And I'm like, what the, what are you talking about? How did you not know Iron Man before 2008? So it was just kind of weird. Well, our education is different from the masses, you know, like, yeah, public public schools, they really need to, they need to really open that up. (laughs) Most comic book, uh, most, most people who aren't in the comic books though, don't really know that Iron Man was not like, he wasn't a league for a while, right? He was like strong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, but I think that, it's really the state of the world, right? Technology and and people realize how extensive technology can yeah. uh, can be. Uh, that that just really just pushed them into that into that A tier. I think. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. I think uh, all of our phones are better than Iron Man was in the '60s. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I don't want and I don't want to sully like you know the mostly Marvel uh, you know. Uh, podcast here but um it's only no, mostly slowly away, okay. slowly away. So, no so well when you look at cyborg for example right like the the, the and, and i'm talking about the the snyder cut cyborg right yep. where he really said if computers were at your beck and call how awesome would you be Right. And well, so that, that's that really, occurred in the comics before Snyder Cut. Well, but, well of course, yeah. but I'm saying like yeah. mainstream wise, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying like, you know, that's that's like start to the nth degree. So why not? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. But I mean, to be fair, Stark in the comics goes way further with it than than is comfortable. I think that was one of the reasons I was happy I mean, with the way Iron Man 3 played out because extremist Comics Iron Man is an alcoholic, right? <laughs> but, raging. Yeah. But, but one thing they did was they, they used some of the things that were in um, the 60s Iron Man, like um, Jensen. Instead of Jensen, mm-hmm. they made it one word, Jensen, and then made it made him a guy that was trapped in the cave with them instead of, you know, an Asian guy that named Yen Sin, you know. 
Yeah. Um, Interesting. Just little things like that, or t- take it from the Vietnam War to the Afghanistan War, just made it made it more modern and made it more relatable. So I thought it was really good. It was really good the way they did that. Yes. And you know, and that's not something that people. That's that's not easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 like infinite props to Marvel and Feige for actually making that happen, right? Like they've mm-hmm. actually taken all this stuff that we used to like get in fights over, like fisticuffs in school, right? Like, and made it cool. And yeah. that's 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 huge. It's huge. Yeah. It is. Um, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I, I just like to establish a nice nerd baseline for the, for for the audience watching at home to see what, to see what they're in for, for this episode. And, uh, I just want to give, you know, people a nice outline of the fun show we got planned. You know, obviously we're all dying to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five. Uh, but before we dive into that, we've got some news that Ricky's prepared for us and then, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe some rumors as well to discuss, uh, we also have we'll have a brief chat on a nerd topic of our choosing um, and uh, stick around after where we revisit our multiverse bingo cards to see how we're doing and raising uh, you know money for the charities of our choice. Um, as a reminder, this is also a chance for you to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or points of confusion that you may have. We'll be checking the comments throughout the show. Uh, I think that's something we didn't have on the Star Wars one also, uh, Travis. So I hope I hope you're clicked on the comment section so you can see that. And we'll also pop them. We'll pop them up on the screen uh, so that everybody can see those, too. Um, and for those of you that can't get enough of us, uh, you can visit uh, patreon.com slash Media immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, The Soapbox. It's basically us winding down after the, you know, one, one and a half hours of us talking here uh, and just kind of, you know, talking about everything we somehow failed to mention the first time around. Um, It's fun stuff. It gets weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it It does go weird. Yes. Uh, And then uh, look at that. We already got our first comment. I think that's Clark. Sometimes the comments come in a little late. But Clark was just saying, especially with keeping the Mark One suit, he's pretty happy that they managed yeah. to work in the junky Iron Man suit into the into the movies because junky Iron Man suit. It's pretty. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You know that re- that reminds me actually. Like uh, I, w- I went for my free eye exam maybe a couple years ago when uh, the first time I had uh, uh, benefits in a while, and my uh, thanks Obama. Yeah, right. Uh, no, my, uh, my, my optometrist said that I had a cut um, like right next to my cornea. It was like maybe like a few like, you know, increments away from it and any any closer and it would have blinded me. And he's all, where did you get that? And I'm all like, well, when I was a kid, I tried to build my own armor. <laughs> and that would that was it. That's that's I just left it at that. He's all, I sense there's a story there. And I'm like, yep. Wow. That's so true, pretty much isn't it? it? That's a true. It is true. No, I was I was dinging on metal, and uh, that thing was getting piping hot, and I let go of it and hit it with the hammer for some stupid reason, and it went right in my eye. You should oh sue Marvel. I should, I should. How how dare they? <laughs> I, I was a youngster. I was like only impressionable uh, kid. I was only about thirty seven, so I, I was like really young. Yeah, you shoot your eye out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ricky, you ready? You guys want to do this? Let's do it. All right.
We're going to save those I comments for later. <laughs> We're already sure. getting the I comments. Oh, man, um, Frank. We'll, it's a pretty we'll get, light, light news week, all things considered. Um, then then that's a right. better chance that Selena's going to get an answer to her I question. <laughs> for sure. All right, let's just kick it off at the top. Um, Alfred Molina <laughs> doing some interviews with Variety uh, literally today. And he just casually dropped that he's confirmed for Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I think we've I think we've known. It was a rumor mostly. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it's cool. Like, and I, I also I, I read some of that article and I thought it was cool that he was very apprehensive just because of how much he's aged and how much his body is not the temple that it once was before. And <laughs> he's like sixty and, something, right? Yeah, yeah, and he was he was also really concerned that like the de aging, if they were going to use any of that on him, was going to look as as janky as it did in the. Uh, in the Irishman, and they threw more oh. money at him because, like, like, he was ah. pointing out, he was pointing out how, like, De Niro they made him look young, but whenever he beat somebody up, he still fought old, you know, like he's still, <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to look like that. It, so it was pretty, that was pretty cute. But no, I'm I'm super excited for the idea I'm that game. we're getting the continuation of Sam Raimi's like universe. Like, I wouldn't. I would never throw that entire universe in in a in a dumpster fire. There are things I love too much about it. There was like a pie in the sky rumor that came out this week that Sony is working on a Spider Man four with Raimi. Like once all this track is done, I heard about that like a couple weeks ago. Well, no, I think it needs to be clarified that it would still be a spinoff of Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. So they would Sony would make sure that it's tied into the mm-hmm. MCU to the MCU as loosely as they or as tightly as they possibly can without as, getting in trouble. As tightly as they could wrap their fists around that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So got it. Got what it. do you what do you think of that, Travis? Because you're the uh, eye rolls are fierce with you right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm going through a lot right now. Right. I, I, I'm just thinking, first of all, like I wish people would just stop persecuting businesses for trying to make money. Right. Like, right, yeah, <laughs> you, know, no. you want you want people to come see your movie. Right. So you do the things you need to do in order for people. Yeah. to see your movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's number one. Number two, though, like. I don't know what this next Spider-Man movie is, right? It just seems like it's a it's 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 gumbo or something. Spider-Man's right? greatest it's hits. Just, it's I just Spider-Man gumbo. gumbo. Just throw everything at it, right? And I'm just and I'm getting somewhat concerned. You know, Jamie Foxx is in it. You know, like you know, then we've got uh, Michael Keaton is back in it. What is he Batman in this one too? I mean, I don't know, right? It's just a lot of it's a I'll lot lose of my shit. Well, well, it's, well, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Look at it. Look at it this way what if i had just given you the worst elevator pitch ever of into the spider-verse and just told you every character that's in it without thoroughly explaining the plot would you think that was going to work no exactly so i think that's what we're getting that's what we're getting right now is we're not getting we're not getting our hands held uh of explaining just how this works so Mm. on paper it looks awful right it, it, or it looks suspect, at least. In in Feige, we trust, right? Like that's – we haven't but been – But this is not going 
absolutely, Feige. It's not. That's the problem. Okay. You know, we so know. That's, so that's number one. <laughs> number two, and I always say this. I always say there's the idea of something, and then there's the execution <laughs> of something, right? Yeah. And so what Dennis was uh, what Dennis was describing was is like, what is the idea of Into the Spider Verse? And I'd be like, get that out of my face, right? And and it's not. It is Into the Spider Verse is the it is the epitome of perfect execution. Right. Like I can't I can't even imagine like how many minds they must have dodged to actually get that thing over the wire and out into the public. But it is just it's a masterpiece. And to this day, I still think movie like period, like I'm talking live action movie. It's the best Spider-Man movie. Thank you. Period. That is how I feel. Period. Full stop. <laughs> and I get, I get, I take so much crap because it's like, yeah, but it's animated. Who cares? Who cares? Spider Man. It, it was that Spider Man movie. It, it's. I, I mean, it is the. It, it's. It's. It's the one Spider Man. Well, well. Uh, before I say this is not necessarily true, but I was about to say that made me like, you know, a little tearful. But you know, like uh, the, I, yeah. I think, I think, I think mm-hmm. the, I think the first time I sort of welled up during a Spider Man movie actually was when. Um, when Aunt May uh, was uh, was was describing what a hero is mm-hmm. to, to to Peter, and I wasn't sure whether or not she knew he was Spider Man or not, right? But she was still trying to she was trying to raise that kid, right, right, and give him the proper tools, and and I, I was just like. She knows what she she knows what's up, you know. And so, but but like that that feeling that I had like during that moment in in uh, in Spider Man Two, I felt like that practically the entire time during Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I can safely say, and I'm not ashamed that I've probably cried through every single Spider Man movie, at least part of it. So. Well, we um, all cried for three, but for the wrong reasons. I mean, we all oh, cried. Uh, I, I actually Stacey three. died in I like Amazing three. Spider-Man. I, I made a PowerPoint for why Spider-Man 3 is good. And uh, may, maybe one day if we get a uh, thousand likes on our show, um, <laughs> I will do the PowerPoint hey, live. The presentation I'm, actually, live. I'm, I'm on your side on that one, Frank. I, uh, okay. I kind of like that movie. I, I would like to be invited to that so I can heckle the entire time. Oh, please do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yes. so used to it by now. Like I used to get heckled <laughs> for it all the time. Um, it's okay. Let's let's let Ricky get some more news out here. Since, since oh yeah, we're doing news. That's right. right. We're doing news. Yeah. Item took us about six minutes right. there, so that's good. All right. <laughs> so next bit of news, we got a new X Men lineup for the uh, for the comics. So this new X Men series is following. It slips in. What, what was the last big X Men arc? Uh, the Dark, Dark Phoenix Saga. No. no. Oh, that's the, 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 the House and Powers of X. Yes. 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 So that coming out of that. I really enjoyed that comic too. I actually I, wa- I really wanted to. I like I have all the boxes for the toys behind me on my side. Yeah. I, I, I dig little, it. You see the little X right next to my head. I dig it. It's it's practically the only Marvel comic that I've uh, I've been reading. Is that yeah. whole series? I, I like the fallout from it. I didn't like the execution of it, but I liked what it did to the universe. I like how it shook everything up, and yeah, I like I like a lot of the things that every, everything that came after it was amazing. But mm-hmm. the execution was just like eh, kind of lukewarm for me. You remember when you just didn't understand like what the heck was going on in an X Men comic? Like like you were like, what what's going on? Like what yeah. what what what's going on yeah. in space? Like what the hell? What are these <laughs> yeah. creatures? Like I don't understand aliens. What are they? Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, we got so Cyclops, there's... Marvel Girl, Rogue, Wolverine, Cinch, Sunfire, and Polaris. You should have clarified. That's that's uh, Wolverine number two. Yes, Wolverine number two, uh, aka X twenty three, aka Laura. Why is Jean Grey like stuck in the seventies though? Like, um, uh, <laughs> just to be clear, is that is that not still the same Jean from the from the sixties? Right, yeah, that's why they call her Marvel Girl, right? It is yeah. Marvel Girl, yeah. yeah I think it is Marvel Girl. Like, they, Bendis did a comic story a few years ago where they brought the X Men from as children, as teenagers, forward in time, and then I think most of them went back. They returned them back to the exact moment, but I think Jean has stayed for for a while, like along with her wardrobe. Yeah, along right. With her wardrobe. I, yeah, I think technically her, you know, time's not broken as long as they eventually send her back when, where she's supposed to go and she probably yeah. still smokes cigarettes to lose weight and uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but don't quote uh, like i'm not sure because i haven't read the the you know the newest the newest ones uh uh house of x and powers of x was the last x-men story i read oh okay but i was miss marvel spun off a of marvel girl that name or were they just two separate entities back in the day i just think it's lazy i don't know who the heck is marvel 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 so they, you know there's so many marvels i'm like come on now is, Ms. It, Ms. Marvel we'll spun off of Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Um, she, he's, she's like the female version of Captain Marvel. But yeah, but Captain but, Marvel was created to no, counter the, the Shazam. Original, right? The original Miss Marvel uh, was a separate person from Marvel Girl. Is is I think what Ricky yes. was trying to get. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought Ricky was saying she's like an offshoot of marvel girl i don't know if they're really if they were tied together or not if they were just two separate no. things and they are in that they're both published by marvel <laughs> no imagine that <laughs> just like you know dc is detective comics mm-hmm. you just you use you use what you got use what you got then you have mr dc and, i and, and i did DC not know that and, <laughs> you <laughs> totally just blew my mind is that really what it is yes, yes. Detective I Tom. did not know that. You didn't know that? Oh my god! Tighten up, man. Tighten up. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not the DC podcast. So. Yeah. Oh, it's fair. All right. Well, I'm glad we could educate somebody. Hopefully, it wasn't right. just. I feel. I feel dumb. Yeah. Next bit of news: Marvel introduces a new black female Captain America. So they've been doing a run of uh, kind of Captain America, United States of Captain America. So we got our newest contender. It is Nichelle Wright is the next young hero to pick up the mantle. She needs to get her pants fixed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's, what, what's going on here? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, the, 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 no, I mean, wasn't 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 like Captain America gay last month? There was there was yes. a new one that was. Okay, so what's going on? It was, it was like, a gay you, transient, you, right? Um, Travis, do you remember um, when Superman died and like four Superman took on the mantle of Superman? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like that, but mm-hmm. not with Captain so America stupid, dying. Basically, so it's, it's, it, it's, it's it's basically a fan. Uh, what's it called? Uh, cosplayers just. Uh, yeah, um, try to fight. it's basically the, the Justice League, or what was it? The, the the Extreme Justice League that used to fight crime around San Diego. They'd walk I, around in the streets. I gotta say that costume, do not like, do not like. That is, ooh, that I, is a, I, that I, is rough. I, I like the real costume. I'm pretty much hating everything about this uh, design. Like literally everything about this design, I'm hating. Clark says female caps only get seventy percent of the costume. I see what you did there with that joke. 
Mm. <laughs> that's a that's yeah. Um, I'll, well, like I'll, with the maybe thirty percent of the respect in the edit. In the edit, I'll put up Clark's uh, address, so all hate mail can go to him. <laughs> and that's the news. Oh, that's wow, that enough. Is, that was a light. That was a light week, and uh, we stretched that. But that was that was a little rough. That was that Captain America left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Should have led with that. Well, that okay, just for the people listening at home, she's got one pant leg. All right, that's all you need to know about what I just saw on that. Like, there's a tank and, top and, and, with a star. And, and, and Tim's, I mean, like seriously, like what did they do? What? Come on, I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> I need to know who designed that costume before I can comment more on it. I need to just know what they were, just, what their process not, was. Not, Nacho Bustos, Nacho Bustos, Nacho Bustos. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that is why we have our little conversational appetizer uh, set up, <laughs> so that we can, you can, we can cleanse our palate. palate. Cleanser. No, yeah. Now it seems like we don't even want to talk anymore. Let's just. Yeah, yeah. We're just, this, show, this show ended bad. I'm sorry, guys. Let's just. It, yeah. <laughs> wrap. All right, we got the question of the week. Uh, this one was kind of, it, it started out kind of um, us trying to figure out what would be some fun to ask Travis. And then I think, I think it just kind of turned into like, well, you know, what's something, what was something that was relevant to us as far as the superhero news for the week uh, that also might've been something that Ricky missed uh, or, or uh, you know, it, it was kind of a fun way of seeing like what, what was on your radar this week. So I think uh, uh, as our guest, Travis, you want to go no. first? No, let me go. Let me go last. Okay, Travis wants to go last. I know Frank had a good one. Uh, Frank, you want to go? Shit, I don't even remember. It was dark. Uh, it was dark. Be, be sure, be sure to like, subscribe, and uh, hit that, ring that bell. <laughs> Smash that bell the way uh, John Frank, Walker smashes flag smashers. Frank, earlier this week, wow, that's that's disturbing when you think about that statement. <laughs> no. uh, uh, Frank, earlier this week, you were super excited because they announced a new Dark Hawk comic. Yeah, Dark yes. Hawk. Dark Hawk um, comic comes out, uh, came out last Wednesday, actually. And this is the yeah. first time in about That's 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Th- 30 years. It's been 30 years since he's had a new comic or s- since his first first comic. And he's coming back and I don't know what's going on with him. I got to go pick it up tomorrow and I'll, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the crap out of it. Give, but yeah, give me the, the rundown with Dark Hawk. What's, what's his power set? Dark Hawk is basically um, he's a mixture of a bunch of different things, but he has this thing called the Amcron crystal that he that converts him into uh, Power Ranger, basically. Um, That's math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Amcron, is that different from the Amcron crystal that houses the Phoenix? I think it's the same, the very same crystal. I think it's a shard oh. of that crystal or something like that. I have to, I have to go back to it. But uh, does um, it start with the letter M and then apostrophe? I think, I think it is. Okay, it's that's the same crystal, the M crown crystal. Okay, yeah. um, so uh, he turns into a Power Ranger basically, and he has like Wolverine claws, and he can fly like the Falcon, and he's basically an amalgamation of what makes a lot of Marvel comic characters unique. So like he's totally not unique. He looks like Peter Parker. He uh, he dates a redhead. Uh, just there's, there's very Marvel dates a redhead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh he can yeah that's that's about it that's that he's so uninteresting when he came out that um spider-man made cameos immediately daredevil captain america punisher they all just started showing up in his comic like hey let, let me let me boost some ratings here guy yeah uh, but that was but, that was your first comic though right that was my first comic yeah my first comic that my dad ever bought me he's all like, hey uh, i like comics as a kid you should like them too have dark hawk <laughs> and i'm all i'm all cool gee and then i was reading it and i didn't know any better so i was like oh man this is amazing and then as i started like doing research i'm all like no this is this is not not as amazing as i was led to believe initially <laughs> well i'm glad you're excited about that yeah yep you can when when uh, falcon and the winter soldier ends and then and then we're on that hiatus between loki you can just read issues of dark hawk to us every week and yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I'll read it to Ricky. I'll send it to Ricky's private uh, email. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. please. All right, Ricky, what do you, what do you got for this week? Um, the one little that was news that you didn't report on. I mean, there's a Fortnite collaboration with uh, Detective Comics, DC Comics. Um, so there, essentially, there's a Batman run of six issues where each issue comes with a code for a skin for the game. And I had kind of this weird dilemma of like, how the hell I got to find a comic book store to, you know, pick up these issues. Mm. Well, it comes to find out if you were to subscribe to DC's, uh, I think it's DC Infinite, their Marvel Unlimited clone. Um, you get the codes for these skins and you get the subscription. So that's what I did. So I've, I've been kind of like perusing through their catalog and I haven't read anything yet, but it's just like, you know, that opened that window for me to read some more comics you know cool which i wouldn't have done otherwise you know without these skins so i know people dunk on fortnite a lot but it's yeah in a weird way it kind of made me read comics here's here's the here's a recommendation i have for you and it's not a specific reading list or anything it's that figure out how much it costs and then and then just remember that each comic costs about almost five dollars so as long as you read that many comics then you're good for the year. <laughs> it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. I think to it's do. like eight bucks a month. It's fairly cheap. Okay, wow. then read then read one and a half comics a month, and you're good to go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, the Marvel one I pay for. Uh, I do the uh, the bonus one that gets me like a free Marvel Legend, you get the toy. and then I get yeah. invited to weird parties, which nowadays are just stupid online. You know, like YouTube parties, like it's just it the run, be... the run of the mill, eyes wide shut parties, not the <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, diehards, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I I figure that one, it's like okay, as long as I read like, you know, uh, I think like twenty comics a year, I'm good, you know, and something like it's it it, and that's that's an easy bar, right? Like if anything, you read past that, it's just more value you're getting out of it, but like. That's how freaking expensive comic books are in real in real life. So I highly That's recommend crazy. digital for both. It's just it's it's great or for any platform. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, since Travis wants to go last, I will share my news, which ties into the show we'll be just talking about in a little bit. Um, I was so I follow uh, Kevin Smith um, sometimes more than others. Like uh, I, I did, I think he definitely inspired me to go. You know, do a podcast where I get to just talk about the things I love, uh, which is probably why I ended up doing that Mandalorian one. And then this, uh, just because I, I liked, I like the enthusiasm of just, he just shows up every week. I mean, he gets significantly 
more high than I'm comfortable with ever doing on, <laughs> on this thing. But, uh, but you know, he just, Eventually talks about we'll things, get there. he just talks about the things he loves and it's really adorable. And so this week, uh, he had a special guest and he was really psyched because he had the guest, um, that created, uh, the winter soldier in the comics. He had Ed Brubaker and he was really excited to talk all about, you know, cause they're geeking out over the show every week, just like we are. And he's like, yes, I got Ed Brubaker on. Let's talk. Let's talk. And he's like, how excited were you about this episode, man? And Ed Brubaker's like, I, I haven't watched the show at all. <laughs> and he's like, what? And so, like, you know, to, to not, like, completely just ram that in, he first let him go and tell the story of how he created, uh, you know, the Winter Soldier and and how, like, that was actually something he's always wanted to do because he was, when he was a kid, he was reading the old Captain America comics, and then he loved Bucky as a character. And then one day, Bucky just wasn't in the comic anymore. And apparently, he actually never died in the original comics. They just, Stan Lee decided that Cap didn't need a sidekick, and then they just stopped including him in the stories. So they retroactively wrote a death for him later. And when he found that out as a kid, he's like, what? And so, like, he's he's been stuck with that his whole life and so when he finally got the opportunity to write for marvel he did this and stuff and it's a really cool story and you know he wanted to bring back bucky and uh but they were asking him why he hasn't watched the show and it turns out and i know this goes back to like you know what, what travis was saying is i wish we would stop hating on corporations for for doing what they need to do to to get the the, the product out there but the reality is as um he was pretty excited, you know, when he found out because he he didn't get he wasn't involved in the process of Captain America and the Winter Soldier just for fun. They did bring him in like to do a cameo. He's one of the doctors and, you know, working on the Winter Soldier and stuff. But like they weren't really paying him like for creator rights or anything like that, you know, like so it, it only got to the point where like I think like after, you know, after a while, like, uh, you know, of Marvel making all this money off of this character and all and the stories that he wrote, uh, I guess he said that they what they offered him as a check was like the equivalent of two weeks salary. Oh, and he rejected it. He, he said, this is no, this is ridiculous, you know, like because I would rather n not take the money and, and have the ability to complain about this for the rest of my life, you know, than, <laughs> than, than actually, you know, take the money and be forced to shut up about it. So, uh, it's not necessarily that he's bitter, it, it, like a fully, like he, he was telling them, you know, on the podcast that he's super excited because like hearing them talk about the show makes him really excited. And so he's saying he'll probably get around to watching it one day, but like, uh, but it is a hard pill, pill to swallow because, you know, like he's getting older and like he, he would like to believe that, you know, if he was going to die right now, he would he would be able to like, you know, provide for his wife in, in death and stuff. And like and it's just not as clear cut as that. You know, you would think the guy who mm -hmm. created the Winter Soldier would have, you know, more money in the bank or, or whatever than than he does. But he understands that the way these corporations work is like, you know, it's. They take the giant cut and the creators. I mean, he would have get Bill fingered. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he he recognized when he was watching the fir the first movie with with you know Winter Soldier in it, like, and he was watching it in the um the the side the the side area of the theater because like it's that's where all the the people that didn't walk the red carpet go. You know, he's he's watching it and he's realizing that 
he started getting the the ghost of uh jack kirby like a jack kirby knot <laughs> in his stomach you know like telling him like you think you got it bad you know like it's it's like that but um it's i don't know weird, i don't know what it's a catch 22 right like the dream for a lot of people is to you know work and write for marvel but the key word is that for in that statement it, it's it's all for marvel everything yeah. you do in that zone it's it's theirs yeah and i don't mm, yeah, it's a tough cookie, right? You know, it's it 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 is, um, it's 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 rough, it is, and and I've personally been through that, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you when you go to conventions and you see people literally with tattoos on their bodies of symbols that you help create, mm-hmm. um, you know, he actually brought like, that up in this in the in the podcast too. He's yeah. met people with full Winter Soldier arms. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like 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 when you like you know me personally, like I I started my career in tabletop RPGs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just recently, actually, like it was it was some issue where people were talking about something that I created, um, and it, it was for this uh, World of Darkness vampire. And oh, um, okay. And, and so, I'm I'm one of the creators. So um, we're 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 just you know it's just like creators do. We're, we're oh, <laughs> <nice>. wow, <laughs> wow. You gotta get that signed <laughs> later, Frank. Wow. So, <laughs> I had so, no idea. But, yeah. So the so the so the funny part is, it's like I was very contrary, even more contrary than than I am now. When I was in my when I was younger. And when we were inventing these vampires, um, people say, oh, you know, vampires, they get older and they get pale. And and I was like, no, how about they just get blacker? How about that? Right. And 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 I did it because I wanted more black vampires. Right. And and now I got this story just posted to my Facebook page where people were like, oh, that's not sensitive to black people. Hey, a black person actually created it. Right. So if you live long enough, you'll get into this cycle where not only will you not get the credit that you deserve for the creations that you have, you won't get compensated for that. But people will actually misconstrue what you actually intended Mm. when you actually created something. So not only am I not getting paid for that, but I'm also getting, you know, painted as some sort of hater of black people. And I don't know how that could happen. (laughs) Yeah, there's a good there's a good thread on. um, What are the cyberpunk, the game, uh, like cyberpunk as a genre is a fairly new thing created by I'm totally I can't remember any of the names, but I want to say in I, the I, 70s. I, 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 well, I mean, there's William Gibson uh, and there's I think it's uh, William Gibson. And it, yeah, who who uh, who did uh, all your so, you know, he he created the term cyberpunk. Um, but and then that's uh, like in Neil the 80s. Stevenson, I, I don't know what you mean. By Snow name. Crash. Yeah. Neil Snow Stevenson Crash did was also Crash. But he got uh, like 1992, like, right? Snow Crash. 1992 predicted. And I think, I, know, yeah, and I, and I don't think it, I don't think it was. I, I'm, I'm sorry, not cyberpunk, but cyberspace. I think it was William Gibson. Yeah, yes. And then yeah. and, and Pond Smith, uh, Pond Smith actually, uh, who I know personally, also he's yeah. black person in RPGs, and you know he got accused of being you know anti-black. You know, and I'm like, it's like you're, you're dissing on the people that created 
the concept of what that is it's like it's it's such a weird loop right yeah but yeah so i feel so so i feel you so 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 quickly um i can't get enough of the fact that on fridays i get my marvel fix but i'm really feeling invincible like like on a on a major level right so so friday is like just to be clear you're feeling invincible like like no (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to ruin i don't want to ruin your flow but i just found out yesterday that invincible's on on thursdays way early in the afternoon Oh, oh, oh I, snap, I, so really? so Invincible is my you're, Thursday you're gonna make, night. You're gonna make me watch this show. I, I, I watched it yesterday at six o'clock, nice. and I was like, "What? This is on here at six? What the hell? I thought it was <laughs> at, at like nine p.m. or something." Yeah, one of the so, boys so, was like that too, right? Yeah. So what I'm enjoying, what I'm what I'm enjoying also is is I'm I'm really feeling this. I really feel like we're in the golden age of of, of nerd boy things. Like we're in the golden golden age right like i just saw like this trailer for jupiter's legacy too right and i'm like i don't know but i'm sort of feeling it it looks like it might be good you know it it can't be worse than thunder force like let's make it happen did you did you hate thunder force uh like with 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 a passion uh, that that was just like you know uh, i surprised myself as 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 much as i hated it and i love both of those actresses you know what i liked about thunder force that Man. my mom that my mom liked Thunder Force. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, my mom watched Thunder Force. That's cool." You know, like it's not a great movie, but I didn't think it was. You know, like I think I think the I just lower the bar for people that are creating something that's that that don't know that don't know. You know, that are on the outside. I was like, "Okay, it's 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 good for what it is," but I can see how easy it is to dislike that movie because you know because what. I, it's 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 kind of like when uh, back in like the the nineties, for example, when you had a fantasy movie, right? Like it walked that thin line between like, okay, this might be good to oh my god, this is crappy and cheesy, right? And yeah. the thing about it is, it's like how how you know you 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 got to have enough of this material that's quality so people won't get turned off to the genre yeah. as a whole right and i think that finally superhero flicks are are to the point now where we can look at a trash one and be like okay you know it's 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 going to be all right it's going to be all right yeah yeah i agree um did you have any did anybody have anything to add to that? Anybody else watch Thunder Force like multiple times like I did? No, I did not. No, nope. I'm just kidding. Nope. I'm just kidding. I watched the one time. No, nah, I don't even watch nope. Invincible. I need to I think I'm I'm going to start watching that cuz people so, keep talking about it and This is this is yeah. This is a weird thing about Frank. Um the more something gets recommended to him, the less likely he is to ever watch it or read why, it or, or why, whatever. Why, why is that Frank? You just like being contrary? Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. And I, I want to say I don't, but I think I do. And the more, the more someone, the you more someone. You know why you want to say you don't? Because why? you're contrary. Because I'm contrary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I'm like, expecting that. I'm like that door on the labyrinth that always uh, tells tells a lie. Or I could be the one that always tells the truth. I don't even know. Mm. Oh. been too long. You're so wow. deep in the ruse. Seek, <laughs> but how yeah, like, soda. Seek how soda has this to say. This is an in joke, but I think it's there for Frank. Watch it, Frank. <laughs> Don't be Mason. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> that's how much Seacow Soda Soda loves it. She had to he's, jump he's in the one that turned like, turned me on to ICP. Like uh, I, I don't I, I, I like them. I think they're funny. I think that I I think it's interesting because when I when I was uh, in a band. Um, I really wanted to harness the power of ICP. Like, how did they get such a loyal following? So I, I downloaded all 18 gigs of Probably their discography. Probably like clowns. Yeah, <laughs> maybe drugs. that's it. Maybe it's as simple as that. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to analyze them to figure it out. I just, for the life of me, I couldn't. I could not figure it out. I, I just realized who ICP was. It's like <laughs> Batman, how Batman realized that people need a symbol. You know, once yeah. and, then, and then once they had that, it my was people cool. need a symbol too, Frank. So, Captain Contrary. Yeah. All right, yeah. I feel. All right. I think have we talked long enough about not. I think, I think it's Falcon time for before? for it's that. Time. Do it, do it, Richard. <laughs> All right. It is now finally time for us to put a spotlight on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 5. Fair warning at this point for anybody who is joining us and who just wanted to join us just to say hi or chat or whatever, but didn't get a chance to watch the show because it just came out last night at midnight. uh, You should probably go away for a little bit, go watch the show and come back because we're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil the crap out of it and we're not going to apologize for that, you know? Uh, nope. because we do the thing where we watch it first thing in the morning or at midnight and then we watch it again just to make sure that we know all the things that are going on um, so let's do this guys this episode is called Truth uh, I really love that title uh, I think it means different things to different people and I think uh, the thing I love the most about this episode I, I, I know last week we were like I think this is our favorite episode of the season but I think uh, you know, this one replaced it for me because what wow. I Whoa. what I got was the the thing I never thought I'd get with a Marvel anything, which is an hour of space to just <laughs> dive into these characters and see them, you know, reflect on what all the things, all the superhero things that had transpired in the you know in the weeks leading up to this. Like that was nuts. And so I don't know. What do you guys think? What was what? How did how did this work for you and and, and Travis and like what, what? Why don't you kick off with like what was your favorite thing that you that happened in this episode? <laughs> you know, try to narrow it down to one. Oh my god! Yeah, let everybody talk. <laughs> it would just be it would it would just be the subtext. I think. Right. Because nothing was as simple as you thought it was. Right. And so the fact that this episode appealed on on so many different levels simultaneously, almost effortlessly was to me, it was just it was just beautiful. You know, like this this to me was 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 up there with with WandaVision when she when she found like when, when she found his body and said I can't feel you right like that's that's the level of feels that I got from this episode uh I can explain a little more but I you know I want to pass the mic a little bit but I, I think that you know it's 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 definitely like how this thing appealed on so many different levels and it hit me especially as a black American. I think, I think you can explain more before we move on. I, 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 think, I think it's okay. Um, I think it's, it's worth it. 
you're you're as 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 a as a black American, uh, you you know you're always thinking that you love your country more than your country loves you. And when you consider all the things that that black people have done for this country and and the raw deal that we have gotten in this in, in this country um, that you see on display every damn day lately. Right. Like um, and, and, and so Sam, who's he's literally Uncle Sam. He is literally Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that blew and, my mind when I realized that today, too. Yeah, and he's, try, and he's trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. He, he's in this situation because he felt like he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's got, he's got, you know, the new Captain America definitely doing the wrong thing. You know, he's got the first Captain America telling him, screw all these white people. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, it, 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 it is so much going on with Falcon right now. And he's just trying to figure out where is his place in all of this, yeah. right? Like, where does his loyalties lie? Like, who is he really trying to satisfy? And and to see him, like, work that out, uh, you know, in this episode was just, to me, it was so powerful. Like, I, you know, I, it, it was one of the first times when after I watched the show, I straight up watched it like immediately <laughs> again. Mm. And, and, and I'm I, still not over it. Yeah. I could watch this one many times. It was, it, it, was, it was nice to see time. them, to see Sam be Sam for a whole episode, Sam and Bucky be Sam and Bucky for a whole episode. They weren't obviously, I mean, they had the fight in the beginning of the episode, but they let them sit with their decisions for a bit. You know, they sidelined them and they got to really kind of figure out like, what is their place in all of this? And it was kind of, we wouldn't have gotten that whole sequence in a movie for sure. You know? Yeah. That's uh Clark actually jumped in a little while ago to agree with us and say that he said, I so agree with both of you. It was like reading a comic book that was just about a character, you know, like something that would never be able to be in a movie, only an episodic show. Yeah. Amen, it, Clark. Yeah. It made it, it made it feel like this could only happen there, and that that's, mm-hmm. that was good, you know. They, they uh, do that, and then uh, when I when I when I was watching the episode, like it started off with that fight. They're chasing him down to the warehouse, and they're doing a lot of parallel scenes with uh, Winter Soldier, or uh, the scenes leading up to that, or the scenes at the end of Winter Soldier, or whatever. And there's a lot of parallels, mm-hmm. and I'm all like, okay, cool. This is beautiful looking garbage, MCU garbage. And then <laughs> after the fight scene was over, I was like. Oh, okay. It's not garbage. Oh, okay, we're gonna have uh, a hearing with Captain America. Oh, we're gonna have Sam just working on his boat, like developing character. And I'm all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's talking to Isaiah now. Like, I didn't think that they were gonna bring. I, I thought that was the last program we were gonna see of Isaiah mm-hmm. uh, this season, yeah. or maybe he would show up at the end or something. But yeah, and I'm all like, okay, okay, we're getting some stuff. We're getting some stuff. I'm gonna say the name. Say me. Say Eli. Say Eli. Nobody said Eli. Uh, um, guess what, Frank? They actually did in the subtitle. no. Shut up. Oh and in my the cred- God. And in the credits, he is official. That's fantastic. He is officially That's why I messaged you guys earlier today and said, 
guys watch it with the subtitles because it's a game changer but even that, that, even, still, to, hold on, hold on, even still i wasn't finished yet. I wasn't sorry finished yet. sorry I sorry finished. i, just, yeah. I had to okay so so we got eli whatever okay so so they mentioned the subtitles fantastic we had a scene that would have never taken place in a marvel movie because why they would have made like a dick joke or something like right after well, they would have said... came in and like grabbed his dick and be like oh i'm so funny like it, it would have been totally undercut but this movie you were allowed or this show you were allowed to to feel um the betrayal feel feel isaiah's hurt of not getting to be with his girl as she was as she was dying you know he he never even really knew like he just had the letters that was given to him by a benevolent nurse and on top of that we also got a little resolution for zemo like zemo Mm -hmm. who who's been like chewing scenery all season long um got got a decent resolution and and uh, the promise of of more and Mm -hmm. uh you know and again we got the we got the dora the dora milage um, just there looking ominous and like, you know, uh, hooking Bucky up with 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 one last favor for Sam, which was the the um, Pulp Fiction, the Pulp Fiction briefcase at the end. Hey, Frank, can I can I also add like in, in, in that part about Isaiah really made me upset because Captain America got his happily ever after. Yeah. Isaiah gets a box. You're 100 yeah. percent correct. Like uh, the story's parallel too. Captain America and Isaiah both did the same shit. They both mm-hmm. went in and saved their people. Captain yes. America com- comes back to a ticker tape parade. Isaiah comes back to a hard time. Sucks. And if you don't think Sucks. if you don't think that black people watch this and went, yeah, man, exactly. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah, but honestly, like the whole episode itself, uh, aside from the beginning that was, you know, Frank was pointing out was paralleling the old the movies and stuff. Uh, the rest of the episode that takes place after, you know, they all go home. Uh, it was really fun because it was this amazing juxtaposition where the show kept jumping back and forth between John Walker and Sam. Mm-hmm. And every time it was showing the vastly different experience they were having. But also while it's showing John's descent, it's showing Sam's ascension, right? Because Sam is going on this journey. I mean, he, he went on a lot of journeys this whole season, but like they weren't really a journeys of self-discovery until like this one, right? Because he, he needed to know more about the Isaiah thing because that, that got cut short really fast for him. So he had to go and learn Isaiah's story. And then he's like, you know what? I got to go help my sister, man. Like, and so then we get that and we get to see uh, Sam, you know, with this new wisdom, uh, trying to figure out how to help his sister. And then he remembers that he's this amazing leader of the community. And so he rallies his entire community together uh, to go to help rebuild this ship and stuff. And then, and then you get the whole beautiful chemistry and camaraderie with Bucky and like Bucky actually apologizing on behalf of him and Steve for saying, you know what? We, we didn't get it. We didn't understand what it meant when, when we talked it over and decided for you that you should become Captain America. And, and I'm sorry for that, you know? Yep. And meanwhile, you have John Walker who murdered a man in a white man who murdered a man on a billion people's phones. Like he gets off with nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And then, yeah. like you know, and and then he has the nerve to cry like a baby about it, like in front of everybody. Yeah, and he was like, "I am the room. Senate." Yeah, like seriously. 
and and like he gave the Nazi excuse. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to see the John Walker, orders, on, orders. John Walker on, uh, yeah. on Tucker Carlson defending his point, like you know. Oh man! Um, but I, I I disagree with your point, Dennis. That Sam's only recently been going through growth. He's been going through growth since no, no, it, one. I I don't mean he's he's yeah okay. I didn't mean to say he hasn't been growing on on it, but like this like this whole journey that they showed in this episode was like. Remember a few weeks ago, I said I actually don't want Sam to become Captain America until he wants to become Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this journey that he went on today was the one that helped him decide that he does want to be Captain America. I, I still right? disagree. I think it's been, it's been a progression that, that um, kind of culminated in him deciding to become Captain America. Yeah. But like one. a week ago, he was like, maybe Carly was right. We should have destroyed the shield. You know well, what I mean? The, like, the thing is he, he didn't know there was a problem really. Like he came back not, not knowing what happened during the blip and stuff. So he had to kind of learn things as he, as he went. Uh, in but, order to be able to make that decision to become Captain America, like in order to realize that, that, you know, the power right. is in him and, and everything, there's a reason. Everything leads up to it for sure. I'm not, I'm not dismissing the previous four episodes at all. I'm just saying like the way they painted this journey that he went on today versus the journey that we watched John Walker go on was a really beautiful thing you know Mm -hmm. it's a really cool parallel that we saw we saw the white experience and we saw the black experience you know and how uh one is becoming uh somebody who is a a valuable uh looked up to member of the community and the other one is going to black people's families and lying about the circumstances for why he killed another guy and it's like oh my god and this the look that sister that lamar's sister gave him she knew seen that look man you know i was i was all for john walker even in the trial because they they kind of that's a real thing you know that happens people put their lives for this country and then make these mistakes that they were trained to do and it's they just get thrown away and it's you know that's a different topic on its own but john's (laughs) I, i no, that I, that I, I, that's a very valid point. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very valid point. I I, I think that, um, but Captain America is an idea mm-hmm. uh, as much as as much as he is a person, and it is impossible to live up to that sort of pressure. To put that on a normal person is just. You know, you, you, you just you can't. It's 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 ridiculous too. And and if someone is just even just a little bit off, they're not going to make it, man. Because it, it you know because Captain America is just like I said, he's 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 just this ideal that that almost no one can actually attain. And it has taken him like a hundred years to get there. Right. And, and and that's what people sort of sort of discount. And I think that this episode in particular was Sam saying, I'm going to be this Captain America. I'm not going to be Steve. OK, but I will be, you know, Sam, Uncle Sam, Captain America. <laughs> well, one thing so, that I thought they were going to do, but they didn't they didn't do was they were like, hey, look, 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 you can't be Captain America. 
which you could be U.S. agent. <laughs> well, they, they, they basically did. They, they kind of did. did. Well, it, it, seemed go, like, I, it seemed like I, a Fontaine got, DeFontaine got to him. So I, uh, yeah, I, do yeah. wanna, I do want to talk more about that. But really quick, Selena did have a question that I, I just want to throw out to all of you guys. Would John Walker have killed the guy if if he didn't take the serum, though? He could. That dude would wipe the floor with it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. Fair. The guy, that like, guy was a super soldier. Yes. And he wasn't. Yes, physically, but, no, he wouldn't have. But he could have. He, sorry, he does have a gun, and that has proved to work. So he could have shot true. the guy in the head. He, he would have tried, I think. Yeah, if, yeah, he would have tried. Succeed, not necessarily. Uh, but that's it. Would, it would have given stopped. Sam, Sam, and uh, Bucky enough time to get there and mm-hmm. you know defuse the situation. Yeah, but I do want to talk more about what Frank just brought up, which was Contessa Valentina Allegra de, de Fontaine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's the thing that I I have a lot of fun with this show. I was mentioning before that we started recording that uh, you know we have our multiverse bingo and we have a lot of things that we like just hopes that like randomly Marvel things that will show up in the show. And uh, one of the ones that we had on our, our, our bingo cards was Madam Hydra and or Viper, you know, yeah. and uh, shot in the dark. And, and it was not a shot in the dark. It's not a shot in the dark because uh, Hydra is always a threat. It's just always a threat and it doesn't go away. It's the whole point is cut off one head, two more come back in its place. Um, and so I know they're not saying she's Madam Hydra yet, uh, but just to be clear, she in the comics, she was a character that was part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long time. Uh, she was uh, a love interest of Nick Fury for a long time, who also flirted with Captain America, made things awkward with Sharon Carter because of that. Um, and what eventually she ends up, you, you know, you find out that she's actually a, a plant for this group called Leviathan, who, you know, she ends up actually leaving S.H.I.E.L.D., and joining Hydra just so she could take over by becoming Madam Hydra. It's all convoluted comic stuff. But <laughs> what I thought was really hilarious about her is that last week I was trying desperately to find anybody who had ever watched an episode of Veep. Because <laughs> I was like, guys, my neighbor, my neighbor has pointed out to me that John Walker is exactly Jonah from Veep. And so I was just trying to get people to watch Veep last week. And lo and behold, the star, the multi-Emmy award-winning star of Veep, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, has been cast Boom. as as DeFontaine. And I was overjoyed, not just because of that, but because of my bingo card. There was too many fist pumps going on. I was like, what is going on here? Like, it was a, yeah. a trip for sure. It kind of came out that she was actually, she's actually in Black Widow, too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so that, she's credited. I, I'm curious I, to see how that plays, you know, she's how that would have played otherwise. She's probably, she's probably shield then in that, in that, in that movie. Um, uh, Cause she plays shield she's, for a long time. She's an L4 vampire though. <laughs> Cause she's looked 30 for like 50 years, you know, <laughs> it's like, wow. She's like, like Paul Rudd, like Keanu, like, yeah. Like Angela Bassett, you know, Angela like, Bassett, yeah, Angela Bassett is an age. Yeah. I, like, I, I put her in anything and I'll watch it. I'm so hey, for real. So, yeah. So clarify yeah. for me, is Madam Hydra and Viper, are they, is Viper Madam Hydra the title? Is a ti- Madam Hydra is a title. A title, and Viper eventually, held the title. Eventually Viper holds the title, yeah. This yeah. this this story where she, where uh, uh, DeFontaine held the title is actually from 
2006 Secret Warriors. Mm -hmm. So not that old. It was a Bendis story, I believe. So it might have been Viper held it and then and then held it again afterwards, you know, but um, I mean, I'm, I can't I'm down keep track for, of all of it. For more Hydra. When was the last time we saw him in Ant-Man, right? Yeah, when they walked I mean, away with that chemical the with the pin particles. With the pin particles, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you watch Agents of Shield, which I forced well, that, myself to. Nah. That's not canon oh, anymore. Oh, so the truth finally comes out now, huh? Like you forced yourself to. I told you that show sucked. I told you it that didn't, show It didn't suck in the beginning. Oh, my and I, God. No. Eh. It's fine. It's fine if a show ends up sucking seven years down the line. Um, but in any case, uh, I'm trying to steer us back on track here. So I need yeah. to temper my expectations when uh, Marvel tells me that they're going to have this huge world-changing cameo. Oh yeah, thing. for sure, for sure. You like, do. you always have to. You always have like, to. Uh, I like Julia Louis Dreyfus. I like her in anything she's been in, um, but th- that I've seen anyway. But like that wasn't the level of cameo that I thought we were going to get in this. You know, they, they you make know it seem like it's always it going to be. It was, it was exactly the level of cameo because I've already <laughs> tempered my I've yeah. already tempered my expectations <laughs> after Paul Bettany oh, trolled oh, us and said that he got yeah. to act opposite. Oh, like, I'll agree with Frank, though. They were teasing Paul like an A tier Marvel character. Yeah, oh, they were teasing yeah. Jesus, the okay. rebirth. Mar- and- Mad- See, that's just your ignorance, Ricky. Madam Hydra is an A tier Marvel character. So that's just you not reading the mm. comics. Madam Hydra runs Hydra. <laughs> but I was See, that's, why, that's, like, why, that's why she gave him a blank card. Like, what up? <laughs> which, is, which is, don't call me. I'll call you. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like Mephisto or something. I know you're thinking Mephisto. I'm surprised that's the first time you've said it. We're an hour into the show and that's the first drop of that word. That's pretty impressive. Oh, I've been saying it all day today, though. Like oh, I've been okay. watching okay. horror movies and being like, oh, is that Mephisto? Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, um, she, she was also the queen of Madripoor. So that's why it's leading me to believe that maybe she could be the power broker or maybe okay. yeah. be another another agent that works for yeah. him or a usurper or something like that and i and i said when we were drafting our bingo that is why i thought we should see a madam hydra this season is yeah. because we were pretty sure madripoor was going to be in the show yep. and like that, the that's why i took of, one of the spaces yeah exactly they're kind of like peanut butter and jelly the two of them so mm-hmm. yeah that's so it wasn't it wasn't a reach ricky it was it was it was op- optimism is what it was. So, um, but yeah, the, re- the reach is me picking dragon under Madripoor. That was, that's the that's real reach. reach. That's, that's a reach. That's, that's a reach right there. We actually. ain't getting the dragon until Shang Tsung or not Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung? Been, oh, shit. I, I've been playing too much Mortal Kombat this week. I've been playing Mortal Kombat because I'm hyped for the that, movie. Next that week. movie comes out next week. Yes, Ooh, next next Friday is going to be crazy. Let's, let's not, let's not change gears. I'm, I apologize. I meant to say Shang-Chi. Netherrealm <laughs> needs to needs to tell me where I could send money to get John Walker as a playable character. He already has a fatality. <laughs> he does have and, a fatality. Uh, yeah. He needs two and the brutality though. Yeah. Uh, all right. That anyways. Was a brutality. <laughs> anyways, yeah, that was a brutality. What uh Ricky, what you want to share uh, a highlight for from from you? Um I think I actually I really like that trial scene. That was that was pretty pretty good acting on uh Wyatt Russell's part I think in his his uh you can show you see him showing restraint while he's listening to the charges against him and they're stripping away his benefits and all that 
and then he kind of just loses it, loses it at that one point. And I kind of I dug it. That was that was a really good scene. Yeah, because um, that that sends him down on that path. Yeah, you know, I just I like how that scene versus everything that I said with Sam shows you so clearly which one is actually worthy of being Captain America. You know what I mean? Like, like, can you imagine totally, Steve totally. Rogers acting that way in the freaking courtroom? Well, even oh he's God. like, you know, he's not taking accountability for his actions in that scene either. No, he's not. He's not. It's he's like, not willing to. And even when he goes to apologize to the parents, he's like, I got the guy that killed your son. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you absolutely did not. Sam and Bucky even told you, no, that he did not do that. That guy, that guy, I mean, okay, I've seen a lot of people on the internet, like, try to, like, I've seen people, def- like, drawing parallels between, like, hey, what, what, what's up with Marvel trying to make us sympathetic to Wanda for for invading everybody's minds and enslaving them but then like they they cast john walker as this villain i'm like okay one i don't think wanda was made to be a sympathetic character at the end of that you can feel bad for her while still feeling that she is potentially bad like she's a bad person who will pay for those crimes eventually you know what i mean like yeah they don't just because it didn't end with her in handcuffs doesn't mean that the u.s government and whoever else isn't trying to figure out what the hell they can do to Wanda because Wanda, <laughs> Wanda is currently Nothing. the, the yeah, biggest cr- threat. She's the biggest threat in the MCU right now. Exactly. So, they have just been a stay away from her is what they should. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't come away from that episode feeling sorry for Wanda when that show ended. I felt like, Ooh, this is going to lead to some bad stuff. Now, like the, the argument being made for John Walker is he actually killed a terrorist. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, how you want to define terrorism is up to you. You know, like it's always usually the, the victor that's declaring the other people terrorists. Right. Um, and this is not to demean any or diminish anything that, you know, our armed forces do out there in the world. But like the reality is like, we've seen everything these terrorists have done and it's really Carly, Carly killed people for the first time earlier in last week's episode or two weeks episodes two weeks ago right but she, yeah she so bombs the thing yeah. carly did and and a whole day has passed since since then so like i don't know are, are they accessories to to her terrorism yes but like i don't know if i'm really willing to 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 give this guy like a full-on he's a terrorist he deserves to die label you know what i mean like that i, I don't I, think I, it's i think it's two things it's okay <laughs> In a in a combat situation, mm-hmm. okay, people die. Okay, um, the problem is that you're not just some dude. Yeah, you're Captain America. Exactly. Like, right. The, so the, it, it's okay for just about ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population to go off like that. But not when you're the walking embodiment like, of values, right? And and yeah. so I, I think that was the bigger deal. Right? Like I, I miss, you can't yeah. do that wearing that suit. Yeah, I mentioned Wanda's not trying week, to like, be anybody's, you know, moral center or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Like the word when you when the government defines someone as a terrorist, you know, there's certain uh rules of engagement that you're you're that are available to you than would have otherwise. But when you see blood on that shield and you see that violence with that shield it's just 
you just know it's it's wrong and aside from bad optics it just you know you just feel it <laughs> like you just you know well, what that means yeah people. the, the problem that reminds me is, why is, was why was he touching the blood like run that thing oh through the dishwasher God. real the there was like time, 10 shots in this episode of, with the that whole blood. time <laughs> sam was touching the blood i'm like uh that's a murder weapon you know that's somebody probably needs that for <laughs> why? Exhibit, a, yeah. exhibit a i mean i know Whoa. it's i know it's all over the internet too as well but yeah, well, it was gross. That, 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 well, you know, those circumstances don't seem to, to to help you that much. There's still a trial, right? And it's fine. His trial was a joke, anyways, right? Yeah, his like, trial was yeah. pretty quick, and he could just yeah. storm out. Like you, you, you're not even bound. Out, to hang and they're like, leave. "You better bring us that shield." He's like basically flipping them off. You ain't getting the shield because I don't, I don't have it anymore. It's gone. I don't, I don't know where it is. Name must have ripped that, uh, that, that, the hell out of that arm, right? Because <laughs> they, they. He pretty fast but he was yeah. he was going around with his arm in the sling oh, that was such a cool cool moment yeah. by the way Ricky, so I it's thought... treason then i don't know <laughs> no just the way you said it you saw i'm just pointing out the what what they say in uh revenge of the sith oh when, gotcha. they, when they go to confront palpatine he's like, so it's treason then like when he flips on them when he realizes that they're they're not coming at him like they're not his little sidekicks yeah yeah. Yep. R- Ricky, I saw that you had a question because, uh, like, we were talking about the shield just a second ago. Like, uh, Valentine, uh, Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah, Valentina. Color Val, but in your oh yeah, Val, the legal yeah. gray area surrounding the shield. Yeah, and I, I, I had a, an answer for that immediately, and I, I just wanted to make sure you understood because you, you did, you seem to not know why there would be a legal gray area. You know that shield's made of vibranium, right? Yeah. Do you think the Wakandans gave America that vibranium? Or was it on loan? <laughs> I mean, no. They didn't the seem like they were going. No. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll counter with this. In Black Panther, why wouldn't they? Why would the British Museum have the, that vibranium as well? You know. I think you don't know how the British Museum works well, at all, do you? <laughs> but mu- museums also uh, have things on loan all the time. The so like mu- yeah, but yeah. it's they it's mentioned possible, they did not loan That's fair, okay. but the the British Museum specifically is notorious for keeping things that other nations want back. And like the U.S. government have, is not. Have you ever have you ever wondered why like King Tut is at a British museum? And oh yeah, no, Egyptian I totally museum? I like, get all that that whole yeah. No, uh, but the but my point is that's I'm that's an easy assumption is that. Uh, and why and that's why uh one of the dora malaje was ready to take mm. that shield back because that's their property you know what i mean like they have claimed yeah. to it because it's because it, vibranium is not supposed to be outside of of wakanda and in that's fact I, and in fact the museum curator in black panther didn't know that that contained vibranium that's that mm-hmm. piece that you know so that's i think that's the difference i mean granted we haven't seen in the MCU, the effects of Wakanda becoming are going public. You know, we haven't seen that trickle down yet. Yeah, so I think like, that, yeah, they, that was I kind of a promise. I think you've seen it enough, though, right? Like um, that, you know, and, and, and that's actually something I was feeling, which I, I, I really like. Is that 
um, at the highest level of intelligence, uh, <laughs> they're always there, right? It's like, you know, if something's going down and, you know, it's like, oh, it's only a matter of time before Wakanda gets here. Right? <laughs> like, they know what's going on. And, and, and you know they got, you know they got uh, Winter Soldier low jacked. You know they do. They, they right? proved yeah. it. They proved but it. They proved yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. I'm going to yeah. just do this, this, and this, and your arm falls off. How about that? Catch yeah. me outside. Yeah. His, the face that he made and the face that she made that? it's yeah. kind of like when you punch your buddy across the face on accident when you guys are roughhousing and you you whack right. him one and like it rings so a bell know. and you're like oh and he's all like oh and like it's, it's <laughs> you meant that huh yeah i meant that uh-huh. whoopsies by yeah. the way see cow soda she can't go one episode without hating on john walker so she had this to say <laughs> it's so annoying to see john walker visiting lamar's parents in this super self-serving way while Bucky and Sam are discussing making reparations and being of service. Uh, yeah, I think that was hundred percent the point of that scene. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is a, it is, it is a, I can't really describe how, how some actors do this, mm-hmm. but to become instantly punchable, <laughs> like the face you know what i'm saying like yeah like it is so the face and i don't know whether or not it's something they're doing you know because i because I, I looked up this actor i forgot his name why russell? russell yeah well, you know yeah, like he's, he's, he's Curtin goldie's son yeah so he's he's cool you know what i'm saying but when the the moment you lay eyes on him you go god i want to punch his face I, right and, and i'm like him Bravo. so much because Bravo. Of yeah. <laughs> his dad is ego so i mean yeah yeah there true. you go <laughs> true yeah there you go i i love this character so much in this season because like because of everything you just said you just can't like and that is why that is the single reason i want you guys to watch veep because the character jonah I want to believe this guy is just based on Jonah. Like, <laughs> like, he, like he even sounds like him. You got to, you got to you just at least watch that trailer I shared with you guys. It's so good. It's like the stuff he says is, 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 is borderline, like really true, but you don't want to really accept it. So you're just like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah. you know, like, not from you, not from you. I don't want to hear this from you. That's basically. Yeah, he's yeah. mostly right. And that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I know we don't have a, a lot of time before we got to wrap. So I just want to get to what were some of the things were there, was there anything that really just like was cringeworthy or was just like, was like hard to watch, maybe not because it was badly written or anything, but was just, but something that, you know, was just hard for whatever. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. When you get a loot crate from Wakanda, (laughs) Hey, Hey dude, open it right away. <laughs> like, <laughs> right away. Like, I, I was like, oh my God, you know Shuri had something to do with this, right? Like, yeah. please, for all that is holy, open the loot crate. Open the loot crate. And you, and, and you just know. You knew as soon as that damn thing appeared that it was going to haunt I'm, I'm down for Wakanda, ad- like, the new Tony Stark tech hub, right? Like, it's a good it's a good way like and that and that I think does you get around that, that problem in a good way. I think that it does demonstrate that Wakanda is more involved now. Right. Is that mm-hmm. they're going to build all our new superheroes from now on. Like, you know, and I'm OK with that. Yeah. The, the one thing that I kind of like a groan is like when Bucky and Sam are at the uh, at his house or sister's house and, and Bucky apologizes like, you know what? 
maybe Steve and I didn't really take into account what it meant for a, a black man to take the shield. It's like now you now that moment triggered like yes yes, yes now it, they had it to just, go yes, it the just seemed art. like that, that was you, an art you you, you have to remember you have to remember when when they're from. They True. are not from this time. They are from a way different time. But Bucky's been in this time for a while. Ricky. Um, look, no, he man. hasn't. He, he, got, he got blipped. He got blipped. He got blipped. I can speak to this. I can speak to this. I've had lifelong friends that never have given me that level of realization. For mm-hmm. reals, man. I was very you know impressed. I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it for sure. So, so that, so, so that's the difference. I mean, yes. And, 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 and the way you're reacting is the way we react. Like, really? Like right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was a hundred percent on board with his apology. I was like, man, I'm really happy. I never asked a black friend of mine to be Captain America. Cause, <laughs> cause I would feel ignorant right now. Like, you know, like that's, that's just not. Yeah, I think it felt I, weird I, I, after uh, after him going through the Isaiah scene with Sam and the, the first time around. It's like, no, because he had his own he had his own reason for bringing Sam to Isaiah. He wasn't thinking mm-hmm. of Sam's reasons, you know, for mm-hmm. wanting to know he was more. Thinking, it was it was part yeah. of the the Zemo plot, right? Yeah, and yep. that's why Sam went back because Bucky didn't let, or I mean, th- that whole scene didn't let Sam get all the answers that he had questions to. Mm-hmm. Right. He just didn't understand it. Yeah. And Bucky also had to have the experience with the police officers and yeah, have yeah. To, he had to see that kind of firsthand to kind of grow. <laughs> that was his moment. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This well, is, that wasn't his moment, but that was like a part of the culmination. Yeah, this is a this is 100 percent fair, Selena. It doesn't matter what era they're from. Uh, there are people who are colorblind who were born in the 2000s. Yes, I 100 percent agree. I was just trying to help talk Ricky off that fence. Uh, by giving by giving him a nerd justification for why you got to yes. let Sam and or, or Steve and Bucky have a kind of pass, right? Because mm-hmm. like I don't know, Travis, would you be a little bit more accommodating if one of us was frozen in ice for like seventy years or something like that, and just came out here and didn't? I don't know. Or would you would you would you treat that person the same as you do somebody who grew up? alongside you the whole time and yeah, you still can't. stupid racist if you emphatically know that they grew up in the yeah and, and i think there's a whole smithsonian exhibit about captain america and how oh just by the way he missed all of all of this century pretty much you know so yeah i mean yeah you you can't i mean you know you you <laughs> like you know you, captain america you, you, should he should be doing way more inappropriate things than he does, honestly. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like littering, <laughs> like leaving his litter at the beach. Yes, yes, he should. <laughs> um, he probably so does. He probably you, wanted does. To, you were talking about cringeworthy moments of the show. This is, this is the part that kind of made me cringe a little bit. It was kind of cool, but it still made me cringe. Do you remember what, what, you remember way back when when Gina Carano was fired for saying inflammatory things and whatnot? And not yep. apologizing. And uh, she's all like, she meets with Ben Shapiro and she's all like, well, I'm, I'm going to make a sci-fi movie of my own with Ben Shapiro. It's going to be really cool. Like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah <okay. laughs> so, uh, just making sure that's fresh. So then, uh, so Walker sits there in the post credit scene. And he's like, well, I'm going I'm to make a shield of my own. I'm going to put metals in it. Home Depot I, commercial at the end. <laughs> he's uh, just looking at his new shield like, like it's Turkish yeah. delight. And I'm all like, what the hell? Lindsay wanted to point out that like the way he was like 
uh, soldering like his medals to that is kind of the way like a lot of blue lives metal or blue lives matter people like to do that kind of thing and welding America Oh, solder, solder, soldering is oh like you're that. right you're right welding thank you thanks sorry that's what i'm saying like if this was real life john walker would would have a sponsorship by some gun company mm-hmm. he'd be on fox he'd he'd be up for a congressional yeah. seat yeah, he'd be on ben yeah. shapiro's show talking about how he's gonna be the next the the real Captain America or something. You can know? we can I, we can we can we like spend like like one or two minutes though just giving Zemo like some appreciation though. Yes, like, I was just yeah. gonna say like I was just gonna say uh, I thought most of the cringeworthy moments in the episode were actually intentional, so I was totally cool with them. Like so, I didn't really like putting them as lows. But for me, what I put as my two low points, honestly, were that I think that was the last scene we're going to get with Isaiah and I at least this season. And the same goes for Zemo. And that made me a little sad because I'm pretty sure we're done with Zemo for the season. But at the same time, I did fist pump because like, yes, he made it through the season unscathed. Give me Thunderbolts. Yeah, I know. I like. He, I like he's going restraint. to the raft, and you and know. who's the guy in charge of the raft? Freaking Thunderbolt Ross. And yeah. I'm all like, that. That's it. It's signed, it's sealed, done. delivered. It's done. Like, Let me yeah. tell you, like when when the Dora uh, arrived, <laughs> and you know, it was like, I'm not fighting these women. Are you crazy? Right. So the person, <laughs> so he just go, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sam and I love Bucky on the show and it's their show, but oh my God, they needed to get Zemo off the show because he chews scenery like Frank was saying, like he just, he, I, he just, he eats it up. I love I it. Want, I want a whole series of Zemo. I, yes. I, do. I think you're going to get something. I, like I, they I, they I, set that up I on a T. I don't want a Thunderbolts movie. movie. I want a Thunderbolts show. I don't I want, want a Thunderbolt show. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. It would be out of control. It would be out yeah. of control. Like put US agent there too. I feel like yeah. after yeah. after Black Widow comes out, we'll probably have a better picture of what's gonna happen with that. Put, but put Elena on that team too. Hell yeah. The pieces yeah. are there. Put, put Agatha on that team. Put Mephisto oof, on there. Oof, oof, oof. Let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Domination? Yeah. You guys are speaking my language right now. Now, now. now, you know, I know this is just fan fan fantasy here, but to have Gunn do a Thunderbolt show? Mm. That well, that would be weird. That, that's basically the suicide squad. Right? That would be a, yeah, a good, yeah, yeah. A good yeah, touche. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at the idea. I'm just like, wow, would he do the same thing twice? I guess. Yeah, yeah probably. Please do. He basically, is, he is. He is doing the same thing twice. Huh? People don't. People don't get that. Like, Gunn is a trauma director. I know. I do. <laughs> right? I do. And so what you're seeing is trauma done at the highest level of awesome. Yeah. Right. Give him a budget. Like, trauma with a budget. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the best Toxic Avengers, you know, like Travis. Stuff Travis, I'm, I'm fangirling over you hard right now, man. Because <laughs> you're saying all the right from Vampire the Masquerade. You're bringing. Up, I just I just got done watching Mother's Day, the tr- the promo film right now. I feel yeah, like man. This, oh, yeah. we're gonna have a good time on the soapbox when we're. Oh doing yeah. Um, I do. I do want to like we're cramming this, so uh, like apologies for me running through some things here. Let's let's take a minute right now to like to answer any more questions that we or the audience may have had about this episode. Like I know I had a few. Obviously, 
I one of mine we, we just talked about was when can I have my thunderbolts? Because that's that's you know first and mm-hmm. foremost. Uh, I think another one that I you know I had and I know some friends of mine had was, do you think Sam's new suit uh, comes with new wings? What do you guys think? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think and Joaquin's then, gonna get the old? I want to know, like, 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 come on, those can't just be run of the mill Falcon wings, right? Oh, I mean, they, they gotta they, be vibranium. They, and by the way, he was incredibly effective with those run of the mill wings. So just yes. wait till you see him with, yeah, with kind of ones. I have one last slice question. through someone and be like, "Whoops, oh, my bad. I'm not I, used to I, vibranium." I had one last question that I want that kind of leads into slight predictions, but I got to ask you guys, we, we saw, you know, Frank saying, you know, the whole season has been us leading Sam or, or see Sam leading us on this journey to discovery and become captain America. Mm-hmm. But one of the coolest things I think he did in this episode was when he recognized that God, his parents, his family has done so much for his community and they all technically kind of owe them something. Right. But he didn't make it like weird. He just called in all the favors he possibly could. And he rallied all these people together and 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 he showed that he's a great leader, right? Now, I know that we crapped on Ricky last season when Ricky said, Do you think Doctor Strange is gonna show up and save the day in WandaVision? And we said, No, that's wildly inappropriate because it's her show and she should be the one, to, you know handling that that problem now i think the the question i'm leading to i think and i'm, I'm hoping i'm leading you guys there is yeah I think, do yeah. you think the new captain america is going to assemble the avengers next week in new york oh that's not where i thought you were gonna go i thought you were gonna no, say no because, yeah. <laughs> never mind that, i was gonna bring up this point like this episode ends obviously with sam opening up the suit while this event's happening in new york well, because he's getting like, ready to go to New York, he's you know he's gonna hop on a. Like, you gotta remember whatever. this this man's in Louisiana. Like I like to picture Sam's just on a commercial flight. No, he's probably <laughs> gonna fly with his super new wings, right? He's he's, gonna... he's on a commercial flight in the comics in the the comics that it's based off of. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. in any case, what do you think? I think we got War Machine at the beginning of this season. Uh, I could see War Machine. This is the War Machine event. Right. Like, I think I think there's like there's things to be said about. Remember, one of the big complaints we always have about Iron Man three is that the president of the United States got kidnapped. And instead of calling the Avengers, they literally just have Iron Man go and do it on its own. And that's really awkward. You know what I mean? Uh, I think if New York, if some if if like the U.N. or GRC or whatever you want to call all those people that are from all over the world are under direct threat. And we've already had something like that happen before, you know, at the UN uh, when the king of Wakanda died. Like, I don't know. I kind of feel like more than just Sam and Bucky are going to show well, up. Well, who's 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 the players on the field? Let's let's list that. Well, it's not going to be Spider-Man. Strange. It's not going to be Spider-Man. And I, I wouldn't consider Doctor Strange a, an Avenger in the same way. But I'm just but saying there. Like, Theoretically. You don't know where Doctor Strange. I, I think I think if any if anyone comes back, it'll be like the Dora Milaje, or it'll be someone that's that's been um, shown in the show. So War Machine has probably probably has a good chance of showing up, but I don't think yeah. they're gonna like bring like Thor's probably not gonna show up. Or no, 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 no. I yeah. just meant who he can get in the immediate time. You know what I mean? Sure. What do you think of that, Travis? 
Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be an Avengers play. I mean, this is this is how they bookend, right? This is this is how they get you, you know, ready for what's next, right? Like, um, we we've already seen that, you know, there's that mid credit scene that happened, uh, you know, this week, right? So there's got to be something here. I mean, everyone everyone knows that, you know, this is this is the MCU sort of expansion everyone's been looking for. They've been doing a good job so far, like telling this mm-hmm. great tale, and he is definitely an Avenger, he has taken up the mantle of getting that shield. There is no way, there's no way they're going to end this with just, eh, you know, there's it's something, something, something big's going to happen. You know, I, I, I definitely believe so. So I, I, yeah. I think you will see other cameos besides. I hope it's the rest know, of the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> like Kramer walks in and they're all like, oh, this is awkward. And um, they slam so- the money down and say, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I hope Sam and Bucky and the Winter Soldier, or uh, Bucky and Sam, are the ones that just solve solve the problem. I don't. I don't I, want other Avengers to show up. I just. But I don't. I don't. But I don't think it. it's the same scenario, right? Where it's like it's not a bad thing if Sam and Bucky assess that there are seven super soldiers, and yeah, and, no, and, and the smart the smart play is to get uh, seven or you know or three or four extra hands to help. With okay. the problem, I, I don't he's care. If it's, just, it's a coronation. Though, I was right? gonna say, I, I, I mean, I seriously, like he's the man. Like how how yeah. can they just go like that? This season's not going to end like that. It just it just can't. I mean, I can't see that happening. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's the same scenario or not. To, to say what you what, what you were saying to this, like uh, it, it's I don't I don't. It doesn't matter to me if it's the same scenario. I want to see them solve the problem. That's that's my personal hope that they, I, they I solve the, the problem point. alone but but what travis is saying is what travis is saying i want the spec I, w- I would like part of me would like to see the spectacle that's I just part of the title it. right captain america leads avengers uh, so it would make sense to have but yeah yeah, yeah but but, but but what I, what i was gonna say is that um yeah part of me does want the spectacle but the problem with the spectacle is that it'll turn to mcu which means it'll be two McDonald's. And I think that this, this season, mm-hmm. this, this show has done a really good job of showing character moments. I like McDonald's. And, and this show has been, it's been showing like character moments and emotional beats that haven't really been reached in MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like MCU but hasn't hit, hasn't hit these these heights before it would be the same play, play, right that's what i don't want i don't want the safe at play the, at yeah. the same time it is still the mcu and they still have a business to to play you know like i i just feel like you you do this every time frank you set yourself up for like these I, expectations. No, no no i'm not setting myself up for anything what i'm saying yeah. is this is what i want personally Gotcha. And and oh. if I get the other thing, I'm, I'm getting McDonald's. I like chicken McNuggets. I like chicken McNuggets and barbecue sauce. That's fine. But what I do want is, you know, maybe I want a McRib. You want, maybe yeah, I want, you maybe want a McRib. You can't, maybe always, want, get, you can't always get it. Maybe I, I want I guess, some Szechuan I guess, sauce. Milan I guess what Szechuan I'm saying, is it, is it wrong if Sam f- believes that the best way to solve this problem with Bucky is to call in their friends? No, no. Of course, I don't think it's wrong. But yeah. I'm telling you what I what I personally would like to say. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think that I, I, I don't think that the Avengers are going to save the day in that way. No, that's no, no, not, no, no, no. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying like I'm saying like you know this is this is a this is all a big play to change the mantle in in, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So at the end of the day, I want to see 
you know, founders acknowledging the new kid. Yeah, acknowledging that he is the man. Um, you know, it, it, it would mean a lot, I think, for 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 so many different reasons. Yeah. But uh, but, you know, the foremost for me is, is that when Steve gave him that shield, he said, mm-hmm. what do you think? And he says, I think it belongs to someone else. And and and, you know, and, and Steve said, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's your shield. Mm-hmm. And, at the, and and at the end of that, that's what I that's I, I need that I need the the most heroic of heroic shots of him in that deal. <laughs> I need that in my life because it's going to be my my wallpaper for my. You're gonna computer. you're gonna get that. You're gonna get I it know. next week. Oh, really wow. amazing. But also, it doesn't it doesn't have to be in combat too that he, that the Avengers show up like if no, they do show fair. up that's like right. like that's they, right. can, they can they can handle the flag smashers and then at the end uh, as as the the climax is going or as as, as the resolutions occurring you know he goes to Avengers Tower or wherever and they're all like, hey what's up Captain America and like exactly. everyone talks to him and like yeah. Captain Marvel's also, there or whatever you know I'm just also fine with them acknowledging that it's one super soldier versus seven. So like it's it's not a horrible thing to bring in War Machine and some extra backup, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not well, the, it's not a bad idea. Onto the Steve point, this episode kind of t- confirmed basically that Bucky knew Steve's plan at the end of Endgame. That was always kind of ambiguous. You kind of always knew, but you know, Bucky basically said, you know, when Steve and I were talking about this. Yeah, I, um, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. But that's why they apologize. Do you do you think they never said Steve was dead? Like, do you think Steve's dead, or do you think we might get a Steve next week? He's on the moon. No, No, we're not going to. He's on the moon. That'd be cool. We're not. We're not getting Steve. I I don't mind as as long as Steve doesn't come in and solve the problem. um, Yeah, I'll be. I'll be fine with it. Like if he comes in and is like, "I got this, Sam. Let me do one last hurrah. Give me that shield," and then takes care of it. I'd be like, "No, this that's not happening at all. That's not happening at all." Click. It's not going to happen. I don't think Steve's going to come at all. Period. I think I think I think that would be like Doctor Strange fixing fixing the problem. The problem. He's all. I got this little lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lady. <laughs> I can I can do this all day. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to you want to chime in on this one before we we switch over to the bingo cards and check, or do you want to just go to the bingo? Bingo let's go, time. To, go to bingo unless anyone let's has go to bingo all right as a reminder each of us has a bingo card with things that we hope to show up this season and uh ricky hit button first and then we'll go we all had our fun little wish list that we drafted and uh we came up with different things that we hoped would show up and to make it more incentivized uh we each pledged for our own um our own charity uh, $10 for each correct square that we got. So I chose the United Cerebral Palsy. Uh, you can see down there at ucp.org if you're interested in ever contributing to them as well. Um, my new one for the week, I was so happy, was Viper slash Madam Hydra. We got a Madam Hydra. We got it. Uh, she's there. Uh, I'm just happy. Um, we still don't. I still don't have a chance in hell of winning, just so you know. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to win. I reach for the moon, and it's okay. It's all right. Uh, it's, it's a lot of squares to fill, man. All right? Like, obviously, if we rearrange them in a, in a, a certain order, it would have been a no-brainer. It would have been super easy to get them. But here's, here's Frank's. Uh, he's got his charity. You want to read that down there? 
Yep, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I, I got got bit by the bug when I saw that big billboard in the Snyder Cut, and I was all like, you know, that's an important thing to do. Oh, yeah, um, Madam Hydra too. And I did get Madam Hydra. Yep, cool. Because yeah, yeah. I figured, like, like once I saw Madripoor, I'm all like, okay, I'm going to take things that have to do with Madripoor. That's why I grabbed stupid dragon under Madripoor. <laughs> but you also got official. We go back to that, Ricky. Uh, you got another one confirmed officially, even though you didn't know it was confirmed. It is in the credits. I checked. Uh, it is Eli Bradley is in the show. And I want to just give you, just so you know, the crazy thing. Do you know what the actor's name is who plays Eli? Hmm. Elijah yeah. Richardson. Wow. Isn't okay. that cool? That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like if if this was a movie, you'd get that like wink moment in that interaction you'd get hey you're some kind of patriot you know some some, something it's fine i like how they let they let this be yeah he's there it's fine he'll come he gets his turn eventually he gets his turn we know what they're doing we know it's fine i just i was just so happy that the subtitles cheated and let me see this thing that let because they I was complaining like a few weeks ago when he appeared because the subtitles literally called him boy and I was like come <laughs> on man just put a name on it you know he's got a name they must be watching our show they heard you complain about that yes they did yeah and they're obviously Ricky, watching you think Ricky, we'll, we got we got your card here uh you want the raft baby your, you want to list off your charity oh. big brothers big sisters of San Diego County Yes, and yeah, I had to mark it because the raft was officially announced. Uh, that's Indeed. where Zemo's going. Yep. So you got the raft and the uh, Patriot slash Elijah Bat- Bradley as well. Uh, I still don't see you winning anytime soon either. He's, he's <laughs> close. So, he's really close. Jet Zola ain't showing up next week. Okay, that's not happening. All he needs is Jet Zola and, and, and Brubaker. I'm, and I'm pretty sure Mimi Songbird is not showing up. Well, after this week, I'm sure Brubaker is not coming on either. So Yeah, he's not, yeah. not going to be. All right. And then, yeah, that's for sure. And then uh, if I would have known that detail, I would have never put Brew Breaker on mine. Dang, Travis. And then here's Travis's. It's horrible. Uh, hey, I don't know why Travis did this, but guess what? Travis is getting one next week for He's sure. He's getting Falcon Cap for sure, He's right? getting Falcon mm-hmm. Cap. That is happening. Mm-hmm. So Can we get Goliath. Yeah, maybe just Goliath's going to show up and say, look, it's Captain America. That's <laughs> 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 probably, probably not going to happen. But, uh, but in any case, we'll still make sure to uh, – we're going to donate – uh, 40 bucks to the United Negro College Fund uh, when the show is over. Um, awesome. Thank you for coming on the show and thank you for choosing, for having me. choosing that as your uh, as your charity for the week. I appreciate that. Uh, I think we do have to wrap up. We went a little over on mm. this one. So I think I just want to give Travis and anyone else a chance to let people know where they can find you. Well, I, I do my weekly podcast on, on uh, the Geekish Network. Uh, the name of my podcast is Tech Nubians. And uh, we're, we're just uh, essentially demystifying game development. Uh, you know, a lot of people think it's magic. It's not magic. It's just a lot of hard work. Um, you know, so come by, check us out on the Geekish Network on Twitch. Awesome. And then Frank, Ricky, you got anything going on you want to share? No, just playing Mortal no, Kombat, trying to figure yeah. out how to get Nether Realm to put John Walker in. And uh, <laughs> no, I also want I also want in that game Shang Chi. That would be good. Ooh. So that way, that way I don't sound horrible for saying the wrong names anymore. Because I'm like, <laughs> cool, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. He's part of the lore now. He's yeah, part of the lore. Yeah. And then uh, you can always find me and 
uh, all of us being silly on uh, Denx Media here on uh, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Podbean. Uh, you can also find us, uh, or you can also find me putting up other things on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm just all, all the jazz. Place. Yep, all the jazz. Yeah, but feel free to like, subscribe, and uh, let your friends know about us if you want to. You know, tell them. There's some nerds that just like talking about Marvel stuff every week. <laughs> and they just do it like forever. And then when they're done doing it, they go do it more. Do it Patreon. some more. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nuts. Uh, but yeah, thank you to everyone who was in the comments this week and uh, had fun things to say and chime in about this episode. I think it was a really fun one. We could probably talk forever about it, but, uh, you know, we try to not talk everybody's ears off for it. So, yeah, uh, I think that's all we got. Thank you again. And, um, for watching Dead Excelsior. See you guys. Believers, enough said.